will fix you. Hello, and welcome to We Will Fix You, the podcast that was originally developed as a sequel for the movie Basic Instinct. And if you find your instincts too basic or your basics too instinctual, why not write to us for advice at we will fix you show at gmail.com or on our little anonymous form on the internet at hauntedphonograph.com. Joining me tonight, neither particularly instinctive nor especially basic, H.J. Doom, the writer of a suite of chamber music for violin, viola, cello, and smoker's cough. <laughs> Beautiful. Mr. Dave Condry, the inventor of screaming. Screaming for when talking just doesn't cut it. Try screaming. It's great! Ah. And I, as ever, am Roger Hart who has been diligently making room in the elephant. Today's question pertains to pocket monsters. Our questioner writes, I introduced my boyfriend to Pokemon Go last year. He was skeptical at first, but seems to be really enjoying the game. I love playing the game with him but sometimes I wish he was as passionate about Pokemon Go as I am. I want to be the very best, like no one ever was, with him by my side, traveling across the land, searching far and wide. I want to tell him it's you and me, that I know it's our destiny. How can I ask him to come with me? The time is right. There's no better team. Make him see. We'll be the best. It's always been our dream. We will fix you. Please help me. How can I convince the boyfriend to take the game as seriously as I do? H. J. Doom. Now, this is far from an unusual situation. I think Lots of people over the years have really struggled with how to get their partner to share their enthusiasms. Now, one person who came up with a novel solution to this problem is noted American eccentric Jeffrey Dahmer. He had an issue with a gentleman he was attracted to not being gay, and he, he attempted to solve this problem by drilling a hole in the gentleman's head and pouring battery acid into his brain in the hope that this would render him more pliable didn't quite work out. He wasn't a doctor, so he went back to his previous solution of murder. Now, I'm definitely not suggesting that you pour battery acid into your boyfriend's brain. That would be insane. But I am suggesting that doing a little brain surgery at home has never been easier. Dharma didn't have the advantage of a really excellent advice podcast in, to give him the essential pointers. For legal reasons, I have to warn you not to undertake the following without extensive medical training. But really, 
it's up to you whether you consider what I'm about to say to be functionally identical to seven years at medical school. What we're going to do is a little harmless exploratory surgery to free up some space in your boyfriend's noggin and then fill that newly created void with Pokemon. Think of it as a homemade Pokedex made of meat. So let's get started. You're going to need some kind of anaesthetic. Fortunately for the home brain surgeon, anaesthetic comes in handy bottles, and legally they have to declare their anaesthetic properties by volume. Challenge your boyfriend to a drinking competition and just, just make sure that you're the last man standing. Fancy medical schools will tell you not to drink heavily before surgery, but if you're anything like me, you'll find actually alcohol improves your fine motor skills, yeah? Most of us are so strung out on coffee that a couple of stiff drinks are handy for dealing with the inevitable caffeine tremors. If alcohol isn't a performance-enhancing drug, why is it that a 3am wank while fully loaded takes three times as long as the same wank stone-cold sober on a Wednesday morning? If that isn't science, I don't know what is. So, uh, you've got him pissed, pop down some newspaper on the kitchen floor, spray your boyfriend's head with some antibacterial kitchen cleaner, and you're almost ready to get this fun show on the road. Make sure you've got a sharp knife, a pointy thing like a pencil to use as a probe, a drill, a hacksaw, a car battery, some wires, and lots and lots of wet wipes. Don't forget to wash your hands. This is really important because a nice smell of soap can be really soothing if and when things go amiss and you end up with a spurter halfway through surgery. If this happens, don't panic. Just, just try and catch the blood in a jug and pour it back into the hole in the skull whenever it's starting to look too full. If it's really bad, just wrap the offending vein in duct tape. You can fix literally anything with duct tape. So, you'll want to drill a few holes in the skull and use the hacksaw to remove a small section of the bone a couple of inches above the left ear. This will give you access to that lovely thinking beef. Now, pay attention because this is the tricky part. You're going to want to follow these instructions precisely. Carefully peel back the Vulcan membrane to, explode, to expose the thought jelly. What you are looking for is the postulate lumpus, just in front of the derriere cortex and behind the spoonerism hyphen bridge. Use your long probe to make a narrow tunnel through the sinistral funk gulch, taking care not to interfere with the lateral mondeo unless you want a boyfriend who likes to eat sand. Gently push aside the left particulate gyroscope, which you can easily identify by the presence of Megatron's blemish to the right and the Lemington knapsack just above it. You should be able to see the postulate lumpus clearly. It looks a bit like a sexually ambiguous walnut. Gently scoop a small amount out with a clean spoon so that you can get the wires in. Stick the wires into the lumpus, being careful not to go straight through to the spider rhombus behind it. You, you don't want to electrocute the spider rhombus, trust me. Attach the wires to the car battery and pass a little current through the area to clear out the existing thoughts. If you've done it right, you should have reset the area. Rinse the surgical site out with some soapy water and put a sticking plaster over the hole in the skull. Now you're all set. When your boyfriend wakes up, he'll probably feel a little woozy and confused. Don't worry, this should pass in a couple of years. More importantly, He's got a whole clean area of his brain that is ready and willing to think about whatever you say. 
All that remains is to reprogram the area by talking unceasingly about Pokemon. His newly clean brain will be thirsty for knowledge and will drink up whatever Pokemon-related nonsense you care to give it. Within a couple of days, he'll be just as obsessed with Pokemon as you are, and if he's a little slow to react to stuff and sometimes falls over for no reason, I think that's a small price to pay. As an added bonus, your boyfriend will have an exciting new orifice to explore in the bedroom, and God knows the human body has always needs a new sex hole. Mr. Convery. Never let it be said that we're not thoroughly prepared to help here. So I'm not even going to challenge the notion that taking Pokemon Go, which for those unfamiliar is the game of having a bit of a stroll punctuated by some underground animal fights, that not taking that seriously is worthwhile. So no, we, we, we won't even consider that. Let's get you onto that path to relationship bliss, assuming that path has at least three Pokestops on it. So what I've done is the game itself is quite aggressive in keeping you playing uh, and, and in keeping you spending on little fripperies and, and things that are sort of inessential to the core game. And I've, I've decided to, if it's good enough for Pokemon Go, then it's good enough for me. So I've identified two main paths that they use to separate you from your money. And I have identified the two parallels to those in the real world. So the game gives you free power-ups. Every now and then you get one of the special balls or some of the weird monster candy to encourage you to keep playing, to give you that little bit of a boost and spend money you shouldn't have on very short lasting inconsequential things. In case you hadn't guessed, I am talking about drugs. Drugs are the real world equivalent of these. Get your boyfriend some drugs. Get them to associate the fleeting high of their drug of choice with playing Pokemon Go. And you'll be one step closer to that beautiful relationship that you imagine. The other thing, a special events, sort of occasional one-off things. You can catch a special monster dog, whatever the fuck. Uh, and, and you can, or, or it's a festival. I don't, I don't fucking know. I've never played this thing. The equivalent for your non-Pokemon boyfriend at least is that you are going to have to make going out to play Pokemon that little bit special. And how are you going to do that? Dogging. A little bit of the old public intercourse. Now, I'm not saying that this isn't going to be a bit of work. You are going to have to do, I would imagine, a reasonable amount of work to find places that provide you with both good Pokemon, Pokestops, gyms, and also a mercifully low amount of footfall and or security cameras. So, just build this into your routine. Next time you're out wandering the streets, catching Pokemons and, and what have you, make a note of the ones that don't have any large commercial buildings nearby and are less likely to have security cameras to catch you in flagrante. Um, and make a note of the ones that have lowest foot traffic. Maybe 
even shift your Pokemon Go gaming to around 4 a.m. Then tell your beloved that you are now only into public fucking. They're only going to get any uh, when, when they're taking a walk. And then introduce a little bit of Pokemon Go to the way there. If they want to have any, they're going to have to come along. I think... I think that solved it. I think with a combination of a cocktail of drugs and risky public sex, you should be able to spend more time playing a video game for children. Wait, this is just chemsex, isn't it? Sorry, sorry everyone, this is chemsex. A spot of the old chemsex. Now, this is, this, this, this to me, is a, a very surprising, quite unexpected, and wholly anonymous question, I, I must say. Unfortunately, as, as such, as a wholly anonymous question, it is a problem I personally cannot relate to at all. A, a partner who is passionate about Pokemon Go and wants their other half to take it more seriously, well, I personally have no emotional framework for identifying with this completely anonymous issue. So I've had to fall back on some generic suggestions to help encourage this, to me, entirely hypothetical partner change their behaviour. There's a lot of thought out there um, in psychology about behavioural change, understanding motivation, will to change, removing obstacles, intervening with information, change attempts, Kubler-Ross, Adkar, blah, 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 blah. Uh, we, we, we've covered many of them on the show. Today I'm going to focus on a neglected and very old-school approach to behaviour change, though. Bribery. Setting some incentives. Now, your partner comes and plays Pokemon Go with you. That's, that's great. Give him a lovely gift. It's basic positive reinforcement. It's Pavlov stuff. You're basically doing clicker training, but with capitalism. So, so that's what we're going to do. We're going to look at some levels of escalation to, to build in kind of capitalist clicker training, basically bribery, for this, your entirely hypothetical boyfriend. Um, so whenever he makes a deeper engagement with Pokemon, you get him a progressively fancier gift. It's really, really simple. Just, just, just shower this person with fancier and fancier gifts. So at a basic level, let's say coming out to catch Pokemon with you at weekends, but not making too much of a detour, you could consider some things that your putative boyfriend might like. Oh, just, just for example, some nice cheese, perhaps the, the Sussex Slipcoat, um, or, or a nice bit of Telegio, or, or a lovely bottle of Beaujolais. You, you can't go wrong with some Shirob, but everyone loves that. Um, maybe some manga about sad, pointy boys having sexy feelings at each other. I would hypothetically recommend that your, your partner might not have volume four of What Did You Eat Yesterday? Um, or, or you could get some tickets to a jazz night. Everyone likes going to a jazz night. Now, for bigger commitments, like maybe spending a day raiding, some people's partners might enjoy nicely bound hardback reissues of interesting comics, perhaps absolute transmetropolitan? Your boyfriend statistically doesn't have that. Um, or a lovely bottle of bourbon. Evan Williams is, is, is just a, a little a thing you could consider. Um, what about some vouchers for Uniqlo? Or, or maybe one of those merino wool 
cardigans they do. I mean, maybe he doesn't have the nice ultramarine-ish deep blue one. Probably not a lot of people have that. Um, or, or, yeah, or, or, or perhaps a, a trip to that Sichuan restaurant in Bloomsbury that theoretically he might have heard is good and have been meaning to try for a while. That's 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 for your kind of your mid-level engagement there. Um, for serious Pokemon mastery, for, for really putting the hours in, if, say, he finally remembers what an IV value is and convincingly pretends to care, uh, maybe you could, oh, I don't know, um, arrange a walking holiday in the Loire Valley vineyards. I'm sure arbitrary humans would just love that. Um, or, or what about tickets to the um, Bianca Del Rio tour that I'm sure most people's hypothetical boyfriends have been saying they keep meaning to book, but not just 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 not getting around to. All, all of these are, are solid, solid, anonymous, hypothetical suggestions that I'm sure any aspiring Pokemon novice would be delighted by. That's some very broad, very general, very easy to apply, totally anonymously advice there. I feel bad about it, you know? I kind of felt like I should have deep-dived or made a bit more effort to, to understand the specifics of this situation, but I don't know. I mean, Sometimes you've just got to guess. Yeah, like, like, if in doubt, Beaujolais. Well, with that rich plethora of gifts, substance abuse, and non-consensual surgery, we bid you farewell. And if you would like such fixing, you can, as ever, write to us at wewillfixyoushow at gmail.com. Bye-bye. <laughs>